0: Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right, all right. Thank you all for joining us for another podcast episode of Doug and Renee,
1: Married Married Life. Life. Welcome back, everybody. Married Life.
0: Welcome back. How's everyone doing out there in podcast land? <laughs> doing all right? All right, all right. <laughs> and we want to thank you for joining us on this um Sunday or Monday whenever you're listening to this. Yes. Today is actually Mother's Day. Celebrate Mother's Day and all the moms. Celebrate my wife, uh also mom and all the other moms in podcast land who are listening to this.
1: Yes. Happy Mother's Day. Happy
0: Mother's Day. Yes. We thank you for everything you have sown into your children. And we pray that you had a blessed Mother's Day. And um, regardless how it may have turned out, just speak those things into existence. So we just thank you for all you've done for um, us as children to the moms
1: Yes, shout out to the moms, the grandmoms, the godmoms, the uh, foster moms, Mm -hmm. the aunties, uh, anybody who played a role in planting seeds into the next generation. Stepmoms. Stepmoms. God bless you. And we pray that not only Mother's Day is a blessing to you, but every day is a blessing to you because... Motherhood doesn't stop there And it certainly doesn't stop when they get grown <laughs> And when they move out Neither does fatherhood So, God bless you all
0: Alright So, um, we are going to continue With um, our theme That we've been on Of prayer And um, when we go When we went Rewind When we looked back at last year's um, Podcast uh, We We are leading up to finances in marriage, and that's what we're going to pray for in a few minutes. And, you know, I think we've been transparent in our podcast, and we've, you know, said we've made mistakes in our finances, still making mistakes. Um, We're not perfect, and I don't ever want anyone to think that we are, I am. Excuse me. And I just want to let you know that if you made a mistake, just, hey, I made this mistake and um, repent, I, you know, you tell your spouse and you may have to have a conversation that you don't want to have and put do things that you may not feel comfortable doing, um, going on a budget or restricting how much money you spend or you um, stop using the debit card or even just take it out your wallet. I think that for a time. I didn't even carry a debit card or credit card because I didn't want to be tempted in using it. And um, I may have to get back to doing that. Um, (laughs) So um, yeah, finances, we just want to pray for your finances and just pray over your finances. I know some things are easy to get into and hard to get out of when it comes to finances. And one of the things that Renee and I we learned the hard way is when you're when we're in uh, out in public or uh, in, in in the space of a salesperson and you get that hard sell. Oh, you got to do this today. And, you know, we've we found out the hard way. Yeah, there's always another sale. There's always another mall or another timeshare or well, timeshare. So I'm glad we never got involved in that.
1: Another deal.
0: Another deal. Exactly. There's always something. There's always another time where you can do it. And, you know, especially, you know, buying cars or buying big ticket items. We've always been in agreement about when to buy those items. It's never I just, you know, I didn't come on with a new car. Renee didn't come on with a new car without the other person knowing about it, without us being in the dealership together. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I've never had the luxury of, I got say luxury. I've never surprised my wife with a new car. I just have mm-hmm. it. And if you, you know, if you have it that way and so on and so forth, I'm not knocking you. I'm just saying we've never, I've never come home with a new car, surprised her neighbor. Hey, new car. You yeah. know.
1: You just need to be in agreement about what amounts of money you all could spend Uh, without um, talking to the other spouse or, you know, something, you know, have a a cap, you know, if you're going to spend more than a thousand dollars, I'm just throwing a random number out there for somebody, it might be 10,000, somebody might be $10 um, that, you know, we're going to have a conversation about it. You know, does it fit in the budget? Does it work for our household? And one of the things that we always advocate for is counseling. And I would dare say, I advise you, no matter how much income comes into your house, that you seek financial advisors. A financial advisor can do wonders on what telling you what you can and should do with your money and how to budget yourselves. And usually when there's a third party involved, that's going to say, hey, you know, you have this much money, you need to cut back here or you need to, you know, put money here into this investment, into this type of account that will get you more interest. Uh, You guys, you need to cut back on your spending here. This is the allowance I think you all should have. All of that kind of stuff. It's a lot easier than one spouse saying it or the other spouse saying it when you have a professional preferably christian financial advisor telling you uh, advising you on how to budget your money sometimes that just makes a world of difference about mm-hmm. as far as bringing peace in your house instead of one spouse trying to force the issue on another spouse
0: especially if finances wasn't um their strong if, suit? Not not necessarily their strong suit, but if finances wasn't something you grew up with and you're kind of learning it as you go. Mm-hmm. You know, if you grew like like for us, you and I, we didn't grow up in the type of um, household where there was excessive income. So we, that wasn't modeled
1: Are you saying we both grew up poor in a nice kind of way? You just, I mean, we've been transparent, put it
0: out there. We both grew up in poor households. (laughs) And so when God blessed us to start making money, we did not know how to take care of it. Yes, Um, Even um, the basic, to me, it was basic um, Christian, Christendom 101, tithing. To me, that was, that was. Basic as you can get, and you know, but we had a difference of opinion on tithing. Yes, even though neither one of us was saved, and we've said this before, on multiple podcasts, neither one of us was saved at when we got married. Um, but I still tithe, and that that was that was an, an issue, mm-hmm. you know. In and our I had marriage, a pro-
1: I had a problem with it. Yeah. I had to learn the principles of tithing. That wasn't something that I was taught even when I went to church with my aunt or with my best friend's mom and I saw them passing the collection plate and I was given a dollar here or a 50 cent there to put in there, I didn't really understand the purpose or the meaning behind it. Um, That was something that I had to learn and that the Holy Spirit had to reveal Mm -hmm. to me and convict me of. Um, And that's why it's important for you all to have conversations about it. Everything, if you notice, we we come full circle back to communication, having a conversation, talking about it, and understanding where the other spouse is coming from. It's not, you're right and I'm wrong. And it could very well be one is right and one is <laughs> wrong, but that's not for one spouse or the other to point out. That's for you to allow God to show them. Um, you all just need to express how you feel about it and come to an agreement about how are you going to spend your money? How are you going to save your money? Where do you want to invest your money? What type of college fund you want to have for the children? Um, how much money are you going to have in uh, your your insurance should someone leave? Uh, someone should pass Leave? Should someone pass away? Mm-hmm. When I say leave, I mean pass away. I was trying to put it nicely, but the reality of it is we all have a... Um, expiration date if you will and so you need to even plan for that and sometimes that could be a tough conversation to have so i think we're kind of going over into other areas that's not our area of expertise financial planning or uh, estate planning or anything of that nature but all of that is tied into finances and it's certainly something that you and your spouse should talk about
0: yeah and um I just, even with tithing, um, we even taught our children how to tithe. And then when they got older and had their little part-time jobs, we made sure they tithe off whatever their check was. And so as parents, I think that's something that we're, you know, the Bible says, raise up a child in the way they should go. So those are things that we're advocating, you know, we're strong about. And again, we're not, We're not experts at any stretch of the imagination when it comes to finances. Lord knows we've made our share of mistakes. I've made more mistakes with finances than I care to admit. And probably still, I ain't going to say probably, and still making mistakes. But I know, coming back to what Renee said, there's conversations that you have to have. And, you know, things that, you know, you, you just know you can't spend you're only making 30 grand a year, it's not wise to go out and buy a $30,000 car. That's just not wise. And so um, just be mindful of that. And again, if you've already made these decisions, then then that's a different conversation. How Lord, you know, and your spouse, how do we get out of this? And I'm not advocating for anybody going to get a second job or a third job, but you just, sometimes you have to do what you have to do in order to do what you want to do. And so, again, we're not financial planners or advisors. We just want to let you know we've made mistakes, but God will see you through it. And he will see you, you know, if you want to be kept, he'll keep you. And so please take our advice. Please take our advice. I I can't say this or stress this enough because um, sometimes people buy things when they're emotional, you know, do emotional shopping or you know, trying to keep up with other people, and that's we've been there, and that's that's not wise. Because at some point, those bills come due, that credit card statement comes, and you're like, "Oh, I could just pay the minimum." Yeah, that that bill ooh, that's that's nothing to play with. So, with that being said, um, we are going to pray for finances, um, for the marriages, and even for single people who are thinking of getting married, this is a conversation you need to have with your prospective spouse about how do you deal with finances and how do you manage finances, how much debt you have, all those things, student loan, all that stuff comes into play. Um, child, child, um, what's what I'm looking for? Um, child child support. If you're, you know, if you're back in your child support if you're arrears in your child support and you know you're thinking about getting married that's a conversation you need to have with your future wife that hey I owe x amount of money in child support and that's something that's a conversation y'all need to have and maybe hold off on getting married until the finances uh till one person gets their finances in order because once you become uh married everything you know, you're one at that point. So everything becomes one. So you can try to finagle the finances or, or finagle it. So you're not legally, you may not think you're responsible for your spouse's debt, but I don't know how that works in your state, but in some States, once you get married, debt is debt. And it all becomes, rolls up into one pile as far as the uh, government is concerned. Mm -hmm. So we just want to pray for your finances and I I don't want to ramble. (laughs) I don't want to ramble, but I just want to um, make sure you are uh, secure and strong and aware. Um, The Bible says my people suffer for um, lack of knowledge. So, and if anybody lacks wisdom, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask God and he gives unto all men freely. And I think, you know, When it comes to wisdom, that's something, uh, generally speaking, men have a hard time. Like, "Ah, I got it. But God says we don't have it. So we need wisdom and all that getting, get an understanding. So just want to pray. If we can clear your hearts and minds, we will pray for finances in your marriage. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come before you giving you all the praise, glory, and honor, thanking you for this day. And as our subject indicates, we just want to lift up the finances of those that are listening to this podcast, whether they are married or single. Regardless what state their finances are, we just lift it up to you. Your word says, if you be lifted up, you'll draw all men unto you. And if any of us lack wisdom, we should ask you. So we just touch and agree Our faith with those that are listening to the podcast for finances. We just speak finances coming in from the north, south, east, and west. And as the finances come in, Father, let us be mindful. Let us uh, not forget to tithe off the the income that you've provided us with. A tenth goes to you, 10% goes to you. And let us be mindful of the tithe and let us also give an offering unto you into your local storehouse. So we just pray that for those that are listening to this podcast and for those that are not tithing, that they tithe to their local church and that they plant a seed or offering into their local church or whatever ministry they may desire to receive a harvest. But we thank you. Your word says, as a man, robbed God, and, and the answer was yes, in your tithes and offering. So we just thank you that as we tithe that. And we just give into our local churches all across America that you will touch us and you'll open doors that no man can close and you will open doors no man can open. And so we thank you for stretching the finances because you can do more with the 90 than we can do with 100. So you just you just breathe on our finances. You just breathe on our money. You can keep the washing machine going and the dryer going and the refrigerator going, all the appliances going. Even as we tithe and we're not sure where the money is coming from, you can extend the gas mileage on the car. I know you can do it because I've seen you do it in our lives and you just extended the gas mileage and we just didn't have to fill up the car as frequently and uh, the money lasted and the children's clothes lasted and the, the food lasted longer because we tithe unto you. And we put you first and we just said, Father, we trust you with the 90. We don't know how you're going to do it, but you made a way. You allowed us to pay bills and stretch things out and call and uh, get special arrangements and special finance that you've allowed us to do it. And if we know you're not a respective person and if you did it for us, you can do it for others. So we thank you, Father. For those that are thinking of making a financial decision without involving their spouse, we pray the Holy Spirit of the Living God arrest them right now in the name of Jesus. Convict them. Let them have a conversation with their spouse before they go out and purchase that boat, or purchase that second home, or purchase that car, or, or refinance the mortgage, taking out a second mortgage. We bind it in the name of Jesus for those that are uh, they got a lump sum payment, whatever that uh, finances where, however it came in through through into that into their lives that you bless them with a lump sum payment of. Money. Let them be mindful. Let them be in agreement on what to do with that money and not just go out and uh, buy things, but let them let the money sit and let them think of you and and look to you, the author and finish of their faith as to what to do with that lump sum payment. So we just bind those uh, uh, the greedy spirit, a divisive spirit. We bind it in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father, you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask. So as we pray for the finances of everyone listening to this podcast, we just thank you for touching them with new jobs, touching them with promotions, touching them with bonuses. We extend our faith that you can do it. We've seen you do it. Even in a pandemic, you're able to open doors and you're able to give raises and bonuses and create new jobs and new positions. And so we just thank you, Father, for unexpected money coming from every direction. We thank you for additional revenue streams and supernatural ideas that uh, will cause us to have money coming in from different areas. And so we just give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor.
1: And Father, we just glorify you. Um, We magnify you and we lift you up because you are a great God and there is none like you. God, we thank you for keeping us God, we thank you for, it's you that give us the ability to get wealth, God, so we thank you for that. We thank you for creative ideas. We thank you for witty inventions. We thank you for the, uh the thoughts in our mind the ideas that you give us God we thank you God for our jobs and our places of employment we thank you for our business deals and business ventures and business connections and business Partnerships we thank you God we bless your holy name and we glorify you because you are the great I am there is none like you God you sit in the you sit high and you look low and you're also omnipresent God you're right here with us and I I believe you're right there with them who are listening to this podcast whenever they listen to it. We pray God that you would touch their minds and give them excuse me supernatural ideas on how to budget themselves, how to manage their finances. We pray against the spirit of mismanagement. We pray against the spirit of Uh, secret uh, stashes, God, in the name of Jesus. People thinking about, oh, well, I'm going to set aside this money just in case something happens. We bind that spirit in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you, God, for unity in the marriage as it relates to the finances. We thank you, God, that they are one in every area of their lives. We thank you, God, for blessing their finances and blessing their business, blessing their children, God, down to the fourth and the fifth in the 10th generation. We thank you, Lord God, for financial freedom. We pray for supernatural debt cancellation. We pray for good money management. We pray that you would help marriages to thrive, God, and not just survive, but to thrive, to do well, to do exceedingly abundantly far above all they've asked or thought in their lives, God. Glory and honor be unto you for doing it. We thank you, God, for blessing us in our marriage. We've seen you do it, God. We've seen you open the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing. We don't have room enough to receive because we have given unto you what is due you. So we pray in the name of Jesus that you would do the same for our listeners. God, for every tither, bless them as your word says, God. You said to prove you now and see that you will not open the windows of heaven and pour them out a blessing. God, let this be the season that they reap a harvest, for all that they've planted, for all that they put out, because you're not a man that you shall lie. You said to everything, there's a time and a season, God. So if we plant it in the ground, God, it's got to spring forth. So we thank you for blessing their finances. We thank you for multiplying their finances, some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. Do, them, do it for them this week, God. Those who are looking for a job, bless them with a job, God. Bless them with favor. You said the heart of the king is in your hands. So we pray, God, that you will mold and shape the king right now who has the decision to make on who to hire. Let those believers who have been waiting for a job, be blessed with a job. Those who have been waiting for business deals and answers, bless them, God, like never before. Bless the finances. And we thank you and we praise you for helping them to be good stewards over the money that you've given them. And we thank you, Lord God that it will give your name glory and honor in all that we do God cuz you said money answereth all things now your word does say the love of money is the root of all evil so we pray in the name of Jesus that that there's no one listening to this podcast that loves money God but we do know that money answereth all things according to your word so if they need money to pay bills God, we ask in the name of Jesus that you will provide, God, because you are Jehovah Jireh, the Lord God that provideth. So we pray for provision right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for meeting needs. We thank you for canceling debts. We thank you for testimonies coming to us of how you have blessed like never before in the way of finances and save marriages, God. We bind division and divorce based on finances. Don't let anyone listening to this podcast break up or uh, separate, or have division in their family due to finances. Open up the lines of communication in those marriages so that they will begin to talk about the money, God. Talk about the uncomfortable things. Bring them closer together and bless them like never before, physically, emotionally, and financially. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast.